An important day tomorrow. Be aware the mandatory mask bylaw comes into effect. To talk about that and other pressing city issues, we're joined this morning by Mayor Nahed Nenshi. Good morning, Mayor. I like my new theme music. You like that? That's awesome. That was a, that was a special mayoral song just for you. Thanks very much. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Let's talk about the bylaw. It comes into effect tomorrow. What exactly is the rule? So the rule is basically uh, you should be wearing a mask. You should be covering your nose, your mouth, and your chin when you're in a public vehicle. So for most people, practically, that means if you're on a bus, if you're on a train, if you're in a store, you should be wearing it. There are some exceptions. If you have a bona fide medical condition that prevents you from wearing a mask, small children, if you cannot put on or take off the mask, if you're receiving a service like going to a dentist that involves your face, Uh, Probably the two biggest ones that people need to think about are in restaurants and bars. You need to be wearing your mask when you go in. Once you're seated at your table, you can take it off. But if you get up to go to the washroom or something, you should put it back on. Uh, And if you're at the gym, you don't have to wear it while you're exercising, obviously not while you're swimming. But you should wear it in public areas, which includes, and I know this sounds weird, the locker room. Well, that's sort of one of the places you're in the most close contact, isn't it? Exactly. That's why. Okay. All right. So good to know. Now, this is a question we get so many times from listeners. The parameters. People want to know, what does the end zone look like? When do we get to take off? We haven't even mandated them on as of yet, but when do we get to take them off? Some people are saying that once in place, it's going to be forever. And there's no sort of, um, you know, guideline for us to look forward to as to when this might end. Well, it's not going to be forever, uh, but we're going to look at it again uh, in six weeks' time uh, in the middle of uh, September to see how things are playing out. We will also, if I need to call back council for an emergency meeting to adapt the bylaw in August, I will do so. We'll give it a bit of time. It really all depends on our infection rates. Uh, and I'm not keen on putting in the rule and taking it out and putting it in and taking it out if we go from you know 51 cases per 100,000 to 49 and back up again. Right now, it looks like we're pretty steady. So I think this will last for a little while, yeah. So, I mean, in, in Airdrie, I think it is, that, for example, they are not putting in mandatory masks until they see 20 cases over a certain number of days. So can you, can, you can't sort of put an end line like that for us at this point. There's nothing specific in the bylaw, I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah, no, not at this point, because we didn't want to just make it about a single number because the city's big, right? So there are four parts of the city that have greater than 50 cases per 100,000, so they're on the watch list. There are other parts of the city where it's a bit lower, um, and we didn't want to just be, it's about a number, because then people would be forever confused about, is it on today, is it off today? Um, we wanted to be a little more holistic about it, uh, but of course, our goal is to keep everyone healthy and to get rid of the rule as soon as possible, because we don't need it anymore. But you did say you can guarantee it won't be forever, so that's good news. Okay, that will please a yeah, lot of it people. Won't be forever. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the back-to-school plan, CBE releasing sort of their guidelines, and, and it does include some masking for staff and students. Your thoughts on, on the back-to-school plan, is it enough, uh, and, and what do you think might, might be needed down the road? You know, I haven't had a chance to look at it in great detail yet, but I wanted to really be respectful of the role of the elected school boards. And it really, and I've had the chance to talk to the chairs of the two big school boards, public and Catholic, and it looks like they've been very thoughtful about what is really possible and what is practical. Um, of course, the city's point of view is as much masking as possible in schools. 
Uh, but it looks like they've been pretty thoughtful. So we'll see how that all plays out once we get a chance to look at it. And before we let you go, quick comment. A lot of talk and a lot of uh, time being spent on Joe Maglioka, his expenses. That's now been referred to police. Your thoughts on that? You know, when I read that report, it was shocking. Uh, and anyone who knows me for a minute knows whether you agree or disagree with me. I have very strong views on the role of, of ethical behavior in public office. And this is a pattern of really bad behavior. Uh, we don't have the power to remove them. Uh, these are the toughest sanctions we have the ability to give. Uh, we have referred that to the police. We have referred it to the Minister of Municipal Affairs. But ultimately, uh, he needs to look in his own heart and say, Am I able to actually continue to serve and continue to have the trust of the people that elected me? Because ultimately, that's what it's all about. And uh, this certainly shook my faith. I should say that we did look at everyone else's expenses, too, and we found nothing wrong. There were exactly two expenses where there were some questions about the documentation, and those were both cleared up among the councillors. In my world, uh, my expenses are always reviewed by the city CFO. In the world of the councillors, uh, they were reviewed by another councillor. It usually works because people are usually honest, but this has exposed some loopholes uh, that we should just fix so that this never happens again. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great long weekend. Thank you. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. That's Calgary Mayor Nahed Nenshi. 7.47 now. It is time for helicopter traffic for West District by Truman, a community connected to its city. Memorial Drive, all clear. The backups are clearing uh, very fast. So Deerfoot Trail is now a great option for you if you're headed towards Memorial. Memorial Drive, though, if you're heading into the downtown core, there is paving on 4th Avenue approaching Center Street. Two left lanes are shut down there until 6 o'clock, and there will be additional link closures on 4th Avenue over the long weekend. So expect delays if that's on your route. Center Street also seeing two-way traffic in effect at, at 3rd Avenue southeast, just south of the Bow River, for construction lasting the next couple of weeks. Get 20 times the points now until Sunday at Shoppers when you load your offers with a PC Optimum app. Restrictions apply. See digital coupon for details. Up in the 770 CHQR traffic helicopter. I'm Brady Howard.